0: You are a huge Avatar fan. Yes, I am. I haven't actually got into is the comic books and you were saying that it's a must like what goes on during those well
1: okay so the comic books aren't necessarily a lot like the the television show in the sense that you know he's trying to learn the elements and his ultimate goal is to fight you know a big bad guy you yeah. like you know on the tv show that's pretty much all the avatar focuses on and in the comic books they're like short stories you know um the Promise, which is, like, uh, three comic books, which kind of follows, like, Zuko trying to find his mom. Yeah. And it just kind of focuses on, like, A, like, you know, if you watch Korra, you see how the metal bending clan starts. Yeah. You see how Aang gets the, uh, his, like, his followers, those, they're not airbenders, but, you know, like, there are people that follow, like, the, uh, the nomad lifestyle. Yeah. And, uh... Eventually, Zuko finds his mom. So, I mean, these comic books are more or less just short stories about each individual. The progression after the uh, fight between
0: season Ozai. Season 1 ends. Right. It's, it's, yeah. As soon as okay. Season
1: 3 ended with Ozai and Aang, it's, it's kind of just showing, hey, here's where we're at today.
0: You know, one thing I thought was cool about the very first season of The Legend of Korra was that they were having flashbacks. To, like when Aang was like older. And one thing that me and my, my friends that also watched the show... One thing that we were actually kind of bummed about is that book two, three, and now four so far hasn't shown any at all. Like, they're not even showing any flashbacks anymore, which I thought that's what gave book one kind of set it aside because they were fighting Mon, And they kept going back to flashbacks to show, like, how they were able to, like, beat stuff like that in the past. And then now it's just, like, going off on its own track.
1: You know, <laughs> you know what I thought? My favorite avatar isn't Aang and it's not Korra. My favorite avatar is actually Roku.
0: The one that was right yeah, before, before Aang. Aang?
1: Yeah, the firebending yeah. Uh, avatar before Aang. And the reason I liked it was in Season 3, uh, the Avatar and the Fire Lord episode, you kind of yeah. got a background of like how it actually is to be an avatar. You know, like what what a life is like for that person from the yeah. age of 16 until they're an adult and they fully realize all their abilities where they can bend all four elements. Yeah. Where with Aang, you don't get that, because Aang's in an iceberg, he's, you know, he's cut out, and then, or actually, he's broke out.
0: with Broke out. Anyways. Yeah. By his yeah. own power, type, I yeah, think. Yeah, no,
1: it's not like somebody had a chisel, but,
0: I mean. <laughs> is that a guy in there? Let's chisel him out. <laughs> Is that a
1: dude? That big buffalo-looking <laughs> shit, thing? he's
0: the avatar. What is
1: that? So, uh, you know, we, uh, well, my kid and I, we'll, we'll sit down and watch, Hayden, but that episode just said, you know what? this is how the avatar lived, you know, this is, this is what it was like for the natural progression of an avatar, you don't get that with Aang, and I like that with Roku, plus Roku kind of had that, you know, he was kind of spiritual, but yet, you know, kind of, I don't know how to explain it, he's kind of mystic-ish, you know, he was kind of like a, he's like that grandpa you wish you had, that could bend elements, and like, throw water at you, and you know, just mess with you.
0: That, uh, that episode was actually a really good one, I thought, because it showed like, his friend, uh, I can't remember who it was, Sozan, right was not it Sozin Yeah, because he was yeah, with
1: you could see that Sozan was actually not such a dickhead after all. You know, he was actually a good dude. Yeah,
0: what, what I actually liked about the whole thing is it actually showed another advanced form of, of their higher powers, you know of their bending that you really didn't see in the first avatar besides you know metal bending, and the occasional plant bending, but like because when, when he was up there, you know, lava bending, right, I was like, oh damn. You know, I was like, "That's pretty strong power," which we didn't even get to see lava bending to its fullest until this very last season. Which right, and that's a whole lava bending. So far, is pretty much the most OP bending that as anyone's ever had, besides, of course, blood bending. But and that's like a whole that's a discussion. Whole, that's a whole other topic. Yeah, that's
1: a whole discussion in itself because that one just gets confusing to me. But to answer your question, as far as like incora seeing the old avatars, that is something I feel like the show misses because that's what I enjoyed about. Um, the last airbender was that you got to see Roku and he would come out and kind of give Aang advice. Like when Aang was in the spirit world and he was getting ready to see that spirit where Aang wasn't allowed to show any emotion or he would steal his face, Ko, the face stealer. Yeah. Um, if it hadn't been for Roku and Aang's just chilling in the spirit world about to go see this dude that's going to, you know, pretty much takes his face off, you know, like without yeah. Roku, you know, Aang would have had no face. And it's kind of good to have that, you know, mentor. And 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 Roku, to me, is just a likable character because he wasn't an a-hole. He was a nice guy. You know, he was genuinely yeah. trying to help Aang along the way.
0: Back when firebending wasn't like trying to, yeah, to dominate the world.
1: Exactly. You know, he, he understood the balance of the world and how it was meant to be. And, you know, and Korra, you know, she's kind of doing things alone. You know, in the first season she wasn't able to airbend and she wasn't in touch with the uh, her spiritual side, so she couldn't go in the Avatar state and she couldn't communicate with Aang. And then in season two, she could finally get into the Avatar state and the only person that saw Aang was Tenzin. And it was because he was in the, uh, the Lost Spirit thing when they were in the spirit world, wherever it was yeah. at. or I remember that, yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then she fights... Um, Not Rava, but the... The other one, I can't can't think remember that guy's name. The bad spirit, the the dark avatar, (laughs) if you will. And uh, she loses connection to all the avatars, and they
0: just all disappear. And I was like, what the hell? It's like the best part of the show. I know, that was one thing that didn't make any sense to me, though, is because, okay, so the way that they explain it in the original avatar, The Last Airbender, they explain it that once those avatars die, they just go into the the spirit world, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, if she can just go into the spirit world willy-nilly and walk around and play hopscotch, how come she can't just walk up and find those guys anyways? Like, if she can't just connect with them in the normal world, why doesn't she just go in there and actually chat with them? I, that's one thing I didn't understand.
1: I assume that's what it is, but see, the, thing, the, the way I've kind of interpreted it is, is that Rava is the, the spirit that like kind of holds the, the elements together for the Avatar. Basically, mm-hmm. before the Avatar, people could only bend one element, and they were only allowed to bend that element if uh, those Turtle Lions gave him the ability to. Yeah, which is another thing you can discuss a whole show about.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> one thing that they didn't really go into that much—they just like explained it once—and they were like, okay, "Well, if you here remember from, go, from the go,
1: original go. series, you're like, well, Badger Moles gave the ability to Earth Bend. They taught us how, yeah. and the Moon Spirit taught us how to Water Bend, and."
0: And dragons for fire. Yeah, training. exactly.
1: You know? and, and so you just assume it was these animals or some spirit that was teaching these, but it, it really, really if you think about it, it wasn't that they they had the ability to bend the elements, but they didn't properly know how to use it. So my theory was is that um, turtle, turtle lions gave them the ability to do it, but they didn't know how to control it until they learned it through the natural benders. Like there was animals and beings that can naturally bend without a turtle line giving them that ability. Yeah. So they don't really explain that, but that's my theory. But anyways...
0: Which makes sense.
1: But anyways, you know, you, you look at that. So Rava is the person that holds the bending together for the Avatar. The spirit itself, I think, is attached to Rava. So when it goes to the next uh, person to become the Avatar they're connected to the person that was before, and before that, and after that, and after that, because a little a little bit of that person is still with Rava, and they reincarnate into the next person. So, the th- what happened was, is basically when the Dark Avatar had destroyed Rava, at that point, she, it pretty much destroyed the connection to past Avatars. So those Avatars, you're right, probably were released back into the spirit world, but, you know, Korra would have to go look for them, you know, she can't I mean, it's not like they have an address and you can knock on their door, you know. You should have to, like, spend a lot of time finding that person, you know, who knows where they're at. Yeah, but,
0: you know what's funny, though, in that same aspect, I thought it was kind of funny because it seems like every time she goes to the spirit world, she ends up, you know, meeting up with Uncle. Iroh? He's just always just, yeah, Iroh, he's just walking around.
1: I'm confused about Iroh. Just so
0: happens to be right when she goes goes there, you know what I mean? Did he
1: die and then... Go to the spirit world, or did he stay alive and go to the spirit world and somehow he's found a way to stay alive inside the spirit world where he he doesn't die once he's there? I don't don't understand it.
0: I don't understand that either.
1: I don't, but it's cool to see him, you know, great to see you, but I don't know why you're there.
0: Yeah, that was one of the things that didn't make any sense to me. And now, the other day, you were, when you were, you had asked me uh, between Avatar Aang and um,
1: Luke for your potential Mayhem Monday.
0: Yes. Uh, We were going over... What was it? You you were talking about... I can't remember if it was lava bending. Remember? And you were asking me about that. About the uh, chart. I don't
1: exactly know who's... Like, which particular bending style should have lava bending. Should it be a firebender or an earthbender?
0: Okay, so this is how all that works. So in, in the whole Avatar airbending thing... Spirit is in the very middle, which means it's, like, the strongest one, Mm -hmm. technically. And then, of course, you have your four that that branch off of that, which is air, fire, water, and earth. Well, then, they all each have their all, you know, they each have their advanced form. Which, for air, is kind of a joke, because air's advanced form is sound, which we've still never seen that at all.
1: How did you discover that? I didn't even know that was what it was.
0: I actually found this this really cool chart online that actually showed everything. So,
1: air is sound.
0: Yeah, so oh, air, cool. their higher form is sound, which I thought it would have been cooler if they would have had, like, I don't know, gravity, with you know, for, like, airbending. I don't know. I, I, thought, I thought that I might thought be I thought the advanced form cool was flying.
1: When, But I guess that's, that's like, an extreme advanced form of airbending where you can uh, detach yourself from worldly I really possessions.
0: Know, that's really, like, an advanced form, if not just, like, a way to use your own powers. You know what I mean? Sure. But, and so, like, you know, obviously fire's lightning, you know, earth's metal, water's blood, and air sound. So each of these two like, components, um, if you look at it on a, on a chart, they both branch off to another person, which they could both do that connecting, like, bending power thing. And so, like, fire and air, they're combined advanced form, in which this is also a fun fact, too. If you know how to do metal bending, you'll never be able to lava bend and the other way around. So, like, if you could do lightning bending, you can't lava bend. Got it. Or at least it hasn't happened yet. And so, like, fire and air, they're combined as combustion. Um, air and water, they're combined as snow. Water and earth is actually plant, you know, and fire and, and earth is actually lava. So that's that's their advanced form. So
1: is this because... Uh his the the um not mako but bolin because his parents were both was one was a firebender and the other one was an earthbender because he kind of had that background already he was already like half firebender so he had that yeah
0: so what so what i was able to like pick up from reading online what, what people speculate from this chart is for you to be able to lava bend you have to have one parent that's firebending and one that's earth so that's how all this works. So, like, if you have one parent that's waterbender and one that's earth, you'll be able to plant-bend as your advanced form, but you won't be able to to metal-bend or blood-bend. Got it. So I think that in some ways it's, it's a kind of a cool aspect for the whole thing, but I think that if you do have parents that are water and earth-bender and your advanced form is plant-bending, you're kind of screwed. So <laughs> what was the... That's the most worthless thing. So
1: what's the blood-bending part? Like, that? what is that, what do you have to have as a parent for that one?
0: That... Okay so blood is actually the advanced form of water. So blood is blood is the same as lightning and metal bending, but the only problem is is that for some reason their advanced form most people can't do it without a what is it? A blood moon, right? Well, blood moon I think.
1: Up until Korra, and then they can do it anytime. And that I guess that yeah. takes like a particularly strong bender, somebody that's really untouched or in touch with their Abilities to bend um, blood, and and, you, and I guess it's a technique you learn as you learn through the first season of Korra. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's pretty insane. Which but that, now you don't that need. O-
0: down is by far the, the long, the most op move in that entire series. <laughs> because apparently you don't need the moon to be full anymore.
1: You can just straight up do it any time now. Like you'd <laughs> you just, just be just chilling down the street. Do
0: You're like, hey, what's up,
1: man? I need that coke.
0: And they're like, no, you can't have it. You're like, okay, well, okay, I'm gonna take it. All. i should just take it from them.
1: Oh, and uh, believe me, that scene with Aang... And and that bloodbender, um, Chacone or whatever his name was,
0: I cannot remember that guy's name at all.
1: That was insanely good. That was like one of my favorite scenes from the original series or from the first season of Korra.
0: Yeah, I know because he like has them out like he he did it to the entire uh, courtroom, and then he goes out and follows him. He like rips him up out of, out of the thing, and then he like hops up and he's like in the avatar state, and he was still almost not able to actually break it. The, my thought
1: was is that okay you know Aang doesn't die this way while I was watching I was like obviously this dude's not going to kill Aang we all know how Aang dies he dies as an old man naturally in his sleep so I I knew I was like well alright this dude's not going to whoop Aang so how's this going to end so when he was like bloodbending Aang I was like oh holy crap like this dude's insane and then I saw Aang go in the avatar state and I was like that's what I thought Aang's a boss don't mess with that
0: dude yeah exactly one thing, well, you know, that that's actually Aang's weakness, though, too, which is the weakness of every Avatar, because obviously their their greatest power is their greatest weakness, Avatar State, because if you die in it, obviously right, you're, then you're screwed. You're done.
1: Or, yeah. well, you're done, plus the Avatar's done, there's no more Avatar. Yeah, there's
0: no more Avatar, so it's kind of a lose-lose if you lose there. <laughs> it's a triple-lose-fecta.
1: Yeah, you know... You- <laughs> And at that point, honestly, if you keep watching Korra, that, you know, you get into the question, is it even necessary to have an Avatar anymore? But, you know, not to divulge in too, many informa- too much information on that, but that's obviously what uh, Season 3 was trying to divulge into, was whether or not that was the case.
0: But Season 4 isn't really making much sense to me. Not yet, it
1: but it's kind of like, you know, Korra's just kind of doing her own thing right now. Mm-hmm. You know, because she obviously has lost her touch with being the Avatar, so she's pretty... And, and she obviously seems like she's kind of screwed up in the head right now.
0: I truly feel that Amon isn't dead either.
1: I keep wondering when that dude's going to show up. Because I feel like because out of all the baddies that she's dealt with, Amon by far is still the strongest, the strongest of all of them. Just bloodbending. I mean, come on.
0: Well, one of the things that I had noticed at the very... Well, what was funny is that there was this YouTube people online, they're called um, Yumchucks. And they would always upload videos and stuff online, like what they think is going to happen. They would review the last episode. And so I would always comment on there. And I'd, I was almost p- predicting every episode perfect, right, yeah. throughout the entire series, which you know people would actually like comment on. and be like, how the hell did you guess this? And I'd be like, you know, whatever. And uh, one of the things that I had guessed was is that he's going to end up showing like he's going to end up dying. But I felt like in a later season, he's going to end up coming back. And I still feel like that's true. Because even after we last, we watched that last episode of season one, when they're out there on the boat and going, you notice right before he blows it up that Amon notices that he's actually doing something. So I feel like he, the boat did get blown up, but he made it out.
1: Well, and not only that, think about this. What if, what if he was in the boat and he did get out? Say the explosion kind of blew him out of the boat, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what if like now he legitimately is, you know, all screwed up in the face. And now he really has to wear the mask. You know?
0: Which is kind of what I was also thinking. Like now he actually is burned. Yeah, now
1: he's burned and, like, for he real. Does wear the now mask. he has to wear that mask and now he is like pissed off. And he would be blaming Cora for this. Obviously, this is Cora's fault. I mean, she stopped his plans dead. And so he finally got his brother back. The brothers all screwed up in the head, right? He he mm-hmm. blows him up, you know. But he's out in the water. Now he is disfigured. Now he's got to wear that mask. But it obviously didn't take his bending away. So what if this entire time, like, Korra's out there battling the bad av- or the anti-Avatar. You know, she's out. Which, by the way, I thought Season 3 was good with the evil airbender and all that. Yeah. I would say if anybody's close to Amon, it would be um, whatever that dude's yeah. name is. The evil airbender. Yeah. But I'm telling you, Amon could still whoop that dude. Um, Easily. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, it would be no contest. And I still feel like Amon could take Korra. I still feel like he could do it. Like, I I understand that once you go into the Avatar state, and that was the whole purpose of her not being able to get into the Avatar state, because what good would season one be if she could go into the Avatar state and stop him from bloodbending? You know, like, it wouldn't be a very good season. It would be over in, like, two minutes. So I still feel like with her even being able to enter the Avatar state, She's not as in tune like Aang is with it, and I still feel like he could take her.
0: I don't, I don't know. I mean, I feel like he probably could take almost anyone in that entire series, but I feel like the Avatar State at the end of the day could just break you out of anything. Amon versus, honestly. like, Ozai.
1: I mean, Ozai wouldn't stand a chance.
0: No, he wouldn't stand a chance at all.
1: Like, this is just a, I mean, there's no comparison to those two characters at all. Ozai is pretty badass.
0: bending is just... The most OP move, though, is why. And it's scary. And, uh, unless you can somehow stop it.
1: it there's something scary about bloodbending. Firebending, get out of here, all right? I see fire, I throw water on it, it's done. How do I stop somebody from bloodbending? You can't.
0: Yeah, you can't. There's nothing
1: you can do. It's scary. It, it's like somebody reaching in and grabbing your spirit and taking over. And it's it's kind of yeah. frightening, if you think about it.
0: Yeah. Well, one, one thing that I was thinking, too, is that... Uh, like I was thinking the same thing. Like he gets blasted out; he's all hurt and stuff. And I feel like he like washed up on shore somewhere, where like these like some old tribe like nursed him back up to health. Yeah, that that seems. And so, right. I truly feel like he's going to end up, you know, coming back. I think so. I think and there was uh, there's also like a part of me that also thinks that he's going to kind of like forget what actually happened, and he's going to actually like come back and help her.
1: You saw how fast they came out with this season. And I didn't even see that coming, first of all. Usually I kind of track Korra and see when it's going to come out, and I know when the show's going to air. But I had no Mm. idea. Like, that literally came up on me, snuck up on me. I was like, whoa, that show's coming on next week? New episodes already? And they didn't really release a lot of stuff about it. Like, you know, season two, I knew there was going to be an episode about the first Avatar. I knew there was going to be an anti-Avatar. I knew there was going to be Korra going into, like, giant mode. I knew about all this stuff. You know, before we even got in the season, because I just read enough that I knew. I can't find yeah. crap about this season at all. I can't either. It's so completely hush-hush. So, to me, that you're probably right. Amon's going to show up. Dude's going to come out like of nowhere.
0: That, that, and, you know, that's what I was thinking, too. I feel like that's the reason why they've kept this season so hush-hush is because they don't want anyone to know this at all. Because season three kind of got ruined. Because that's the whole reason why they took it off, and Nick, is because, you know, the first three episodes leaked – and then for the whole rest of the season, everyone was kind of already knowing what was going to happen, so finally they said, screw it. So they were uploading, like, two episodes at once just to get that season done with, and then they finally uploaded season four, like, two weeks later.
1: Right.
0: Which was kind of weird. <laughs> but it was, you know, I mean, it's cool on the same aspect.
1: Well, okay, check this out. So, <laughs> so with Tenzin, uh, oh, I'm sorry, not Tenzin, but Zaheer. That's the guy's name, the bad? Yes, yeah, it's Zahir. that's right. So the difference between Zaheer and Amon or right, to kind of jump back on this subject is that Zaheer was more about chaos, ruin the world. He didn't he didn't want like a particular person being in charge. So that's why he wanted to get rid of the avatar because obviously the avatar's job is to keep balance and he thought the world should be in chaos, which is a great concept. And for it to be an airbender to believe in that is just insane. So it was a good season. Amon's thing was is he wanted to be the avatar. You know, he was kind of like if you remember when he was growing up, uh, and he had to, like, you know, bloodbend wolves and stuff to kind of train. Yeah. Uh, you know, he... I'm not sure how to explain this. I guess he, uh, he, you know, he he was growing up as Noah Tok, right? That was his waterbending name. And yeah. he said right there at the end, when uh, his dad was like, you know, bloodbend your brother and all that crap, and he wouldn't do it, so he bloodbid his dad anyways. And yeah. he said, well, there's only one strong person, which is the Avatar, which kind of told you right there, like, his whole mission in life was to perfect blood bending, take away other people's bending through it, or some kind of blockage. You know, they, he didn't really take away their bending, but he could block their their chi from being able to produce bending. Yeah. So to me, you know, that says he wanted to be the Avatar. He was eliminating all benders, so he was the only bender left, and then he ruled everybody. Everybody had to bow to him, you know, because he was in charge now. So yeah. that that to me is still scary. If the guy didn't die, obviously he's going to come back with full force. And right now, no. they're saying the bad, the evil person in season four is that chick. That uh, the bad person is yeah. the the metal bending chick. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. I feel
0: like she, I don't know. I, I feel like she's not really going to be a very good villain, though. Because I, f- I feel like how is she going to be able to out metal bend the Avatar or out bend anyone? I mean, her strongest power is earth bending. You know what I mean? Right. One thing I thought was kind of cool is that I mean, kind of goofy is that if Azir, how is he able to master air bending overnight to the point where he was able just to whoop up on everyone? But then one thing I thought that was cool was when he went to go fight Tenzin at that, like, air temple place. If it would have just been the both of them fighting, Tenzin would have whooped him. Because he was, like, countering every move. Which I thought was actually... It, it had to be cool. that way. I
1: mean, think about it. Why I would know. why would somebody who, mas- like, spent his entire life mastering the art of airbending lose to somebody that kind of learned it in prison?
0: Yeah, one thing I thought was cool, though, is that they never really showed how strong he was. So I feel like that was kind of like like a push... For him, show you that, oh, this guy actually is pretty strong because Azir was railing through everyone on the face of the planet. And then Tenzin comes in and, you know, whoops his ass. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was kind of strong. Uh, I thought, well, you know, maybe they're trying to push him for season four to be like some powerful thing to be reckoned with.
1: Well, I, I think, I personally think that Zahir will return. Obviously, you've seen at the end he didn't die, and they just locked him up. And I kind of felt like he was going to return. And I think Amon's going to return. Somehow those two are going to have to, like... Team up? Maybe. I mean, Amon doesn't seem like he's going to team up with somebody that believes in chaos. He may use Zaheer as a pawn for his own personal gain. But I don't know that they'll team up. I think at some point, somehow, that's going to... Some way he's going to show up. Like, I just... I feel like Zaheer's not done. I don't feel like Amon's done. And and whatever that chick's name, the the metal-bending chick that's like the great uniter... I don't yeah. feel like it's weak, you know. Cora, when she figures out how to get her act together, she's gonna whoop that chick so fast. Like it's not—it's a joke.
0: Now she can metal bend, so it's like,
1: well, Cora you know, can metal bend too. What this to, you know, have like, on her at all? That's yeah, no, okay.
0: That's, that's, what I, that's, that's what I was saying. Like, if Cora can actually metal bend now, dude, you know what is that girl gonna have on her at all, dude? So now Nothing. we
1: know the Avatar can do the advanced steps. Like, she could obviously produce lightning. She can mm-hmm. do metal bending. She can actually do the, the sound bending. Uh, could she lava we bend? We still haven't
0: seen yet, which is dumb. Could
1: she lava bend? As I mean, I mean, obviously she should be able to lava bend, too. I mean, she is the...
0: Theoretically, she should be able Yeah, to. she
1: should be able to <laughs> do it all. I mean, the Avatar... And if she's
0: able to lava bend, that girl's going to be screwed because lava bending, as we saw last season, pretty much destroys everything. I mean, he was able to destroy the Earth Kingdom by himself when the whole Fire Nation for, what was it, a thousand years couldn't beat it? Hundred years, yeah, pretty much, it. yeah. And he brought down that whole wall by himself. <laughs> so, oh, Bossing Say, yeah, yeah, no problem. That dude's insane. Bossing Say wasn't, you know, it wasn't even anything. He just destroyed the whole wall with one move.
1: You know exactly. And the other thing you got to think about here is that it, w- the more we talk about the advanced bending, and you say, well, Korra can, Korra can. I mean, that just you're looking at it is that the Avatar literally is the, the most powerful being in the Avatar world. You know, in the bending mm-hmm. world, she is, or he is. Obviously, once they, un, you know, untap that potential, the strongest being. There's no... I mean, how do you stop that? You can't. Really, you can't. And like I said, even with Amon, so Amon, I mean, then, then you can say that Korra could bloodbend, too. I mean, it just, it just goes on if and on. If they
0: actually... That would be pretty cool, though. It's like if they all break out and she ends up going to him to actually learn how to... I mean that'd be like one of the coolest aspects. That, that to me that would make season 4 the best season out of any season ever. If she teams up with Amon and he teaches her how to bloodbend. I mean, that'd be awesome. <laughs> so I mean, she found
1: Oh, that was cool. That I was going to say she found um Toph, right?
0: Yeah, she found Toph. And Toph since she can't see, she still knows that it's her.
1: Well, that that's my my son was like, "How did like why does You know, Hayden's eight years old, he he doesn't quite, he hasn't wrapped his head around it, but he's like, well, how does, how does, why does Toph think Korra is Aang? I'm like, well, it isn't that Toph thinks Korra is Aang. Toph is always, you know, she sees through vibration through her feet, and Mm -hmm. so so she can sense the spirit of any person, I think, you know, the person she knows when somebody's lying. And she's probably so in tune with that now in her old age, it's ridiculous. She She doesn't see Korra, she probably sees the Avatar spirit. Yeah. Well,
0: one thing I thought was kind of a goofy aspect on that, which it kind of went against what they said at the very start of the episode, was that, you know, when she was in the spirit world, they're like, oh, we don't feel your avatar presence anymore. Mm -hmm. Then how come Toph was able to know that that was her? Uh And say, oh. And so I was like, this doesn't make any sense. So obviously she's gotten, she still has her avatar state, she just doesn't know it yet.
1: The spirits don't sense Rava because Korra hasn't allowed Rava to, to like come out or be a presence in her. Um, and that's how she's going to be able to. So that that's, that's how I knew like Toph is going to be the one to help her through that one line. It's good to see you again, Twinkle, Toos, Twinkle Toes. I was like, well, that right there tells me that she knows Rava's there. Exactly. So she's going to help. Cora, untap that, and she'll be fine. But to go against that metal bending girl, I don't know. We'll see. I just don't think
0: it's... And there's no way she's going to be able to beat Toph. I don't even think, even with Toph being this old, uh, there's no way that she'd be able to beat Toph. Well, it's
1: like Zuko, too, you know. How old he was. Was he weak or not? It's hard to say.
0: Yeah. I mean, he never came off as super strong, though. That was the only problem. When you see him flying that
1: dragon, you're like, oh, that dude's going to fuck shit up. But then <laughs>
0: he starts seeing him just fight. Like... And you're
1: like, oh, he's just old.
0: Yeah, he's just old. This is yeah, an old dude. Exactly. He's like a
1: grandpa. He ain't got to do nothing.
0: it doesn't make any sense. How he's probably got candies in off? his
1: pocket, and he's gonna hand it out to people. He's like, here, you want a yeah. mint?
0: You know, like fireballs. <laughs> yeah, he's got he little fireballs, fireballs in his
1: pocket. Here you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, he did. Like when that chick broke out of jail, I was like, oh, he's gonna do something badass.
0: I was expecting lightning bending. Yeah, something crazy. All this shit. Nothing railed just, in two seconds.
1: Yeah, he just got his ass whooped, dragon came
0: by, and he flew away. I'm like... But th- that was the only episode where they showed the uh, twins. And Eska and season, Vanessa, or whatever they are. Yeah. Yeah, In season two, they were like the most OP waterbenders you'd almost ever seen. For sure. Season three starts, railed. Two seconds dead. Gone. Like, yeah. I'm like... Okay. Well, did they just go back to the north to rule the north? Or did they apparently they just picked their... Die. ...shit up and left. Apparently they're just like, well, No, we didn't stop this.
1: her, guys. We're gonna hold it and roll out.
0: We're just gonna leave. We're just gonna go you ahead know, and uh,
1: you guys got this, right?
0: We're gonna grab our ball and go home. So. You
1: guys got you good with this? I, I gotta, <laughs> I we left our dinner in the oven. We gotta go.
0: Friends are on at 12. I can't miss it.
1: So. <laughs> hey, uh, Simpson's got a two week marathon. We gotta roll. You guys got this.